Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, Andy Brant Bernard, Melissa Bernard, and nobody else because they're all gallivanting around heaven. Oh, that's right, they're working <laughs> wherever they went. In any case, we'll be right back. Darkness Dave will join us this hour as well. Be right back with the family. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand-new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck, 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Play a little blues on a post-election uh, Wednesday. Is that the plan? Yep. <laughs> uh, I was just sent this joke. You ready? Me, sobbing my heart out, eyes swollen, nose red. I can't see you anymore. I am not going to let you hurt me like this again. My trainer, it was a sit-up. You did one sit-up. <laughs> <laughs> Sit up, say easy, man. Sit up, say easy, man. So Tyre Carver texted in, uh, you were thinking of Gabby Gifford's husband who yes. got elected in Arizona. Oh, yes. Gabby Gifford. Uh, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. I get those Gabby two Gifford, mixed up yeah. all the time. Well, Gabby Gifford, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear about the same. Gabbard. Yeah. Yep. How about Gabbard's furniture? What was that called again? Gabbard's. Yeah, Gabbard's. Yeah. Well, it was Gabbard's. Yeah, yeah you're I right. Think it's still around. Oh, that's where the uh, our couch is from. Yeah, the couch you gave your us. Home at yeah. Gabbard's. Oh, I, is that right? Yeah, you're, we yeah. gave you a couch too. We give everybody a couch. We got I Alex got a couch. You got a couch. We got the nice one. Oh yeah, I think they're both the pretty really. Nice. We haven't nice even one. taken in half of the furniture you gave us. <laughs> that's we don't have true. room for it. Where is it? It's in the garage. Oh, it's still in the garage. Mm-hmm. But you'll have room for it. We, we will. will. Eventually. All right. Once well, our basement's done. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're, getting there. we're going to get that. Remember the desk that was upstairs that Mom used right next to Alex's dance studio? Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to get that thing into the basement. 
Because it has to weigh 300 pounds. You have to. Just, you got to get those harness straps to go over your shoulders. I think we're going to need to hire people. Or you can hire somebody for 100 bucks. And a yeah. stout mule, because that's the only way that <laughs> well, thing's getting down what, there. We had this big, it was an 8 by 8 coffee table with solid granite. It was called Hendron's from wow. Italy, and it was all oak on the bottom, and we couldn't move it. It was like 450 pounds. Yeah. We call this moving company, and this little Hispanic guy shows up by himself. And we're like, uh, if I go to him, I think you're going to need some help moving that. And he's looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. And literally staring at every square inch of it. And he's like, can I use your bathroom? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. The guy goes in the bathroom for like 10 minutes, comes out, okay. And he grabs his straps and he moves it. I don't what? know if he went in there and shooting up. I don't know if he went in there and shot some steroids yeah, or what. Really. But the, the dude moved that? it, man. I don't know. But he, the dude moved it. Kind of sounds like he did some coke or something. He did the, something because yeah. that dude came out like a bull and he moved that 400 pound table like by himself. Jeez. Mm, I like it. Works for me. That's all I have to say. It was funny. Me and Nancy were like just confused. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't budget. We could literally couldn't even pick it up. Yeah. That's how quarter. we were with the with the desk. We yeah. had to take the drawers out just to just move it yeah. like just to what, pivot it. Yeah. Uh, a foot. This thing was ridiculously heavy. <laughs> I could see that, ladies and gentlemen. No question about it. Now we're just sitting here uh, again. I, I'm celebrating today because we're not going to have one party controlling everything. The House, the Senate, and the presidency makes me very happy. Well, not yet. What do you mean, not yet? I mean, it's not <coughs> finalized yet. Well, it's not finalized, but they're. It's, I don't see how they could possibly it's get there. It's a long shot. Called. Yeah. Well, at, I mean, if it ever gets to the point where one party is controlling all three, I'm out. <laughs> I don't like I'm moving to the first country that'll take me. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Not that many countries well, will take you. That's true. According to the Not AP, that many countries will take you. Yeah. We're currently at 47.45 for the Senate. The Senate is basically, because if you look at all the uncalled states, the Republicans are up in all of them, except yeah. for like one. Yeah, except yeah. for one. So the no, Senate yeah. is basically I'm sure called. the Senate's called. The House is called for the Democrats like it always is. And the yeah, House. It always is, yeah. There's yeah, no way we're at 194 will win the House. and 80, 185. Well, it looks like the, the Trump's definitely going to get Ohio. Oh, he's definitely going to get Ohio? Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, 10 points. I don't points see how spread. he can not 10 points spread at 97%. Oh, so, yeah, the AP oh, called God. that already. Oh, they did? did yeah. They, they called yeah. Ohio? Yeah. yeah. He could still the win. One, he could still lose. It's really. We're in yeah, question. Regardless of what happens. The courts are Ooh, going yeah, to be man. arguing it for the next month. You're he's, right. He's up in Pennsylvania and North yeah. Carolina. He's Currently, way up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Currently, they haven't called Pennsylvania, Georgia. North Carolina, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Alaska. Alaska. Well, Trump will automatically get Alaska. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's no, I mean, it's, only, it's only, I think, t- yeah. one or two. It's like how yeah. they called it's California three, yeah. for Biden after like one vote. Oh, they did it instantly. <laughs> they literally did it instantly. Biden starts with 212 electoral votes. Yes. Oh, he it's, does, it's yeah. automatically. Yep. It's yeah. automatic. 212. Yeah. Yep. It's automatic. You get the whole West Coast. It's disgusting. Right. And then New Mexico and, and New England. The New whole England, yeah. the, the entirety of New England basically. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, yeah. I need you to do some tracking for me. Tracking. Tracking. The field. population of Florida is what, twenty seven million? I believe to a population of twenty seven million of Florida. Twenty one million. That's all it is, twenty one million? Yes. I thought it was more than that. I remember when it was like ten. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, you're absolutely right. And California is what, thirty five million? Thirty nine. Thirty nine million, so it's twice as big. Uh, just about. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Why is it that Florida has 25 votes, correct? Electoral college votes? 21, I think. 
Uh, I think I thought it was 25. 29. 29. Well, they do have oh. 29. Okay, well, that makes sense. Because yep. somebody told me they only had 25, and California has 55. Yep. So that does make sense. But, well, so it's, it does it's make five sense. Per, per population. Yes. Right, but, but that's what I'm saying. Each it, district is apportioned votes based on their population. Right. One thing I would always do for younger people is check everything because people will tell you something is an absolute fact that's that it's not. Very true. Yeah, New York and, and Florida have the same count. 29? Yeah. Yep. So they both have approximately 20, I'm 21, surprised 22 Texas million people. Texas is what it is. Yeah. Texas is. Texas, well, Texas is huge. I know, it's got a lot of people, too. Yeah. Big cities in Texas. That's 38. That's a lot of people. Yeah, 38 so. million? No, no, no. no 38, 38 electoral, electoral votes. Oh, so it's got to be got to be over 30 million then. Yeah. What no, it's a big state. Texas? Texas? Driving through that state sucks going from east to west. <laughs> I would imagine. That is a long haul. If you're driving I 10 across Texas, it's like you never get to it. They're 29 million. That's it? And how many electro... They got 38. Why do they have almost as many as... Oh, 38 compared to 55. That's what it is. Right. Well, wait a minute. I'm surprised that their population is that low because they have pretty big cities there. Dallas, Houston. They do. You're absolutely right. And Minnesota's up to what now? Almost 6 million? 5.5 million, something like that? seven, right? We are at 5.5. 5.5 million. So, I, look, I said, oh, look, I hope your guy wins because it, it, whether it's Trump or Biden, there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm not a big fan of either one of them. As far as if Donald Trump would shut up, I'd be a lot bigger fan. Oh, but he, he just won't that shut was, up. That's, that was his downfall. It was. He would have shut if he, up. If he didn't do what he did in the first debate, he would have probably won. I agree. He, we were he, talking, he made the mistakes himself. My biggest concern right now, though, is. The negativity that it's going to put on our police departments even more. Couldn't yeah. agree more. That, and and it, it emboldens the people that were against the police. And um, that's my only. That is my only worry that crime is going to spike because it, there, it emboldens criminals yeah. that he lost. You and got they're it. going to go farther against the police department. Yeah. And yeah. cops are going to have enough and quit. And. You know, I want to live in this country that you can go out and do stuff and not be worried about getting killed. A lot of cities are going to fall <laughs> yeah. if Biden wins. Andy, would you Minneapolis find, is going to burn down. Yeah, it is going to burn. It won't exist anymore in five years. Andy, would you see how many um, votes are outstanding in Pennsylvania? Not many. Because I heard it's somebody told me it's two hundred thousand. How oh, could it still be that many? Uh, no, I don't know not. how many. But last time only, I saw it was a hundred. They're only at sixty-four percent reported. Yeah. How are they so slow? Because they okay. mail in. Because Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, and I think there might have been another one that didn't start opening their crap until 7 a.m. on voting day. Yep. And it's like every other state was like, let's do it a day early or mm. two weeks early, like Minnesota. Like, let's start it early because that's a lot of stuff to do, you know? Like, when you go and vote on that day, you're... You're handing them the thing, and then they open it right away, and they do it, right? Well, you have all these things, and then you get so many of them because so many people voted. They got millions of them. Yeah. Like, just do it a day early, at least a day early. We wouldn't okay. be in this mess if it wasn't a day early. So how many how many ballots are outstanding? We don't know. We don't I don't think really there's a way to know. There's not a way to know how many. How would they not know how what, many are outstanding? What I saw on TV, I thought they said 100,000. Okay, well, he's up by more than 100,000. Trump is. So even if he got every one of the he's outstanding passed, ballots. What I don't understand, he's passed the 51%. Yeah, that's so correct. So how could... 
I know. Well, because there, only 64% has been reported. Right. So oh, that, so it's 54% so, of that 64. Right. I get it. I so get it. it's like if you do the math, yeah. that's, what is that, 20, what 51% is that? 51% of 64. Oh, Philly, Philly yeah. you have to watch. Philly is a very Trump city. 32 oh, and a half. Yeah. So 32 and a half what? Percent. Percent that we haven't accounted for. So No, if, that's percent that we have. Account, that's percent of what has been turned in that voted for Trump. Got it. It's so weird. The whole the whole thing can be rigged so easily is the problem. We I need have. election reform. We badly. really do. And this, badly. this election has proven that the election system is broken. We need a lot of reform. <laughs> we also gotta take a break. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Darkness Dave will join us. We'll get his take on I wish I was a ghost because I could just disappear during <laughs> voting season. That'd be wonderful. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, these are tough times for a lot of businesses. I know that North American Banking Company has been working hard to help several different small and large business owners throughout the state. Tommy, our lenders are working with customers not only on recovery, but planning for the future. To date, we have helped over 365 businesses in the state by lending more than $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. I know these programs can be challenging for a lot of businesses to navigate. Right, with many revisions to the Paycheck Protection Plan and similar programs, keeping up with them hasn't been a two-foot putt for many business owners. At North American Banking Company, our team of expert lenders are working with our customers every day to help them understand and navigate these complex programs, simplifying them so our customers can focus on what they do best running their businesses. Simple. I like it. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. So basically off the air we are just talking about how soon it's going to happen that Trump will sue the electoral whatever you sue. Whomever you sue and whatever you sue. Well, the Democrats will have a team of lawyers there already. Yeah, and then, and then Trump, Trump already sent lawyers there, too, yeah. apparently. So it's both. And, and I just watched Mitch McConnell. They said that's not uncommon. Oh, Almost no, not every election that's ever happened, yes. the lawyers come in. I mean, that is absolutely it's not uncommon at all. So basically, Trump is probably going to sue Pennsylvania, and I'm going to sue Darkness Dave. <laughs> that's the exact same time. It's going to be unbelievable, if you know what I mean. What's happening, Darkness? Take me for everything I'm worth. Take <laughs> me for everything I'm worth. Um, we're just trying to slog through this. As you know, I'm pretty much a centrist. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I've been a Democrat and a Republican. Didn't really, wasn't all that comfortable with either party. So I'm kind of stuck in the middle here. I'm very happy that uh, not one party is going to rule everything. That makes me very, very happy. But my God, this is, it sure seemed like it's rigged to me. And I'm not, I'm not pulling for any particular candidate, but it still seems like it's rigged as hell to me seems a little weird that they keep referring to him as party. That always makes it sound like something happy and joyous and yeah. seems to be going on right <laughs> exactly. now. Neither. That's exactly right. There's none of the, no happiness out there, no partying at all. Call it the Democrat funeral and the Republican funeral. Because that's yeah. what they are. Yeah, it's true. So how you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, you know, I know you like a good suspense thriller and a spooky movie. And I don't know if you had a chance to see Val Kilmer in the movie The Super which he released a couple of years back. I hadn't seen this, so I was listening to his uh, autobiography and mm -hmm. heard him talk about this movie, uh, one of the movies he's released since his uh, battle with cancer and the throat injury and such. Right. And uh, i got to tell you, Cassie and I sat down, put it on, 
no real expectations, but it's a really good movie. The Super. Really good. Well, he's really yeah. he's a really good actor. He is, absolutely. He's good. He plays this kind of shifty, creepy superintendent of this building where things, very unusual, supernatural-style things are taking place. Ooh. And uh, throughout the entire thing, you're, you're just kind of on this, what is going on? Who, who are these people? What's happening? It's just really well-told stories, well-acted, and kind of some twists and turns uh, throughout it. I honestly had a five stars, one that sucks, five, it's amazing. I gave this a solid four. So if you're looking for a good one to watch at home and uh, keep keep the chills going from uh, October onward, that's a really good movie. What about him personally, his performance? Was it really good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's weird to see Val Kilmer playing an older, well, an old man. Well, he is old. I know that, but you still, you still have some of these people in your mind. Remember, he's the same age as Tom Cruise. Really? Tom Cruise I thought he was older. Up 32 and looks great and is in amazing shape. And, you know, he didn't battle cancer and didn't have the same issues that Val did. But Val really uh, comes across really creepy and well, uh, you know, he does great in every movie. Think yeah. of a movie where he didn't really kind of become the character and you see past it being Val Kilmer you see a, a character fleshed out and yeah, that, he, he's, he's great at that he definitely nails his character in every movie I do a lot yeah. Val Kilmer's terrific yeah he's a very good actor have you seen uh, by chance have, did you see the movie The Lighthouse hated it did, yeah when I Tom talking about it and how much he despised it I already had a kind of an erased eyebrow which is weird because that's the one with Defoe right Willem Dafoe's yeah, in it, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and you, Dafoe, you get to but, see uh, monster spuzz. That's well, great. it's hard. It's hard to yeah. get in to into it because it's so slow in the beginning. Oh, but once ever. you get in it, like really in it, those actors are really good, man. Well, they mean, are good actors. It, it's, yes. it's it's a one scene movie, and yeah. it doesn't leave the room. So to to make that happen, I thought it was pretty well done. If acting wise, the acting skills are over the top, but I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was an interesting and made movie. What about the spuzz coming through the floor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. But it was an interesting made movie. I can give it that. I thought it was horrendous. Uh, Terrible. Na Nancy actually loved it. I Did didn't really? love it, but she loved it. Well, Willem Dafoe's a very charming man. <laughs> that might be it. He's a good actor, too. He, oh, Willem Dafoe's a really good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. I, I, what's, the, what's the younger guy's name again? Who's that again? Uh, I'm, bad I can't remember. I'm bad with actors' names. Can't remember. But in any case, so how was your Halloween, Darkness Dave? You know, it was pretty nondescript for the first time in my 52 years of life. Uh, I wish, you know, I wish things weren't the way they were, but we tried to have fun with the family and just right. hang out together and, and enjoy our time together. And, you know, because... You know, Cassie's compromised. Our, our daughter Ripley is compromised, and we have a pregnant daughter-in-law living under our roof due to pop any day now. Okay. We're just being very careful of not going out and trick-or-treating or really making ourselves available. I think we right. have about 15 kids show up, and I, I just threw candy at them from my roof. What was another one? Did you hear that, that one woman had a great idea? She painted it all up in Halloween colors and put decorations on it. She bought an old carpet, uh, the cardboard tube that carpets wrapped around. 
Right. And it's about six inches. The pipe is about six inches. It's just cardboard. She painted it all up, dolled it all up. And when the kids came to her house, she put the candy in one end of the tube and it yep. slid right down to her. To the kids. I've seen people in Minneapolis today. It was a fantastic idea. Yeah, you're that. still yeah. touching the candy, though. Well, no, I don't think. I think she had tongs or something. Oh. Yeah. But the, there's you know, also the a lot days, of. Though, I miss the days when you could have a you know, full-size candy bar and just make kids beat each other up for it yeah. when oh, you got yeah. that candy bar at the end. God, when Boy, I was a kid, coming back. we'd get like 10 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. We had a few kids that had those uh, extender sticks with a bag attached, yeah, so it was right. like a hand. Yep. Yep. I thought that I was cool. I don't have to worry about trick-or-treaters at my house. I still don't. No, you do not. <laughs> we don't have any at our new house either. Not one kid came down the street. We got, like, hit the call five. five. Yeah, you we didn't five. have a lot. No, no, we had more than that. Yeah. At the end, because yeah. they, they came in groups of two, like, you know, brother-sister kind I'd of thing. I'd say we got five oh, yeah. groups. I would five say, yeah. Well, the average was two, so, yeah. But still, yeah. it's a record low. I still, it is. I still do believe... Yeah, it is depressing out there, though. I mean, yeah, it is. It's been mm-hmm. a slow whittling down of watching people do traditional mm-hmm. fun things like trick or treating. I I remember grabbing my two pillowcases, wolfing down dinner, and then running to the end of town and working my way back slowly. And I'd be out for three or four hours trick or treating. Oh yeah, just come home dragging two big bags of candy. Oh yeah, um, and and there's just not that you just don't see that same joyous sense out there anymore I, you know it's, it's really a shame that the world has become such a sheltered kind of creepy place uh, kids you don't see them out playing as much no the way we no it's, shrink, it's up, shrinking quick it is yeah i'd get up in the morning i would wolf down breakfast and go play till lunch then run back out and you couldn't find me until dark and i just was constantly into stuff having fun and you can you imagine letting kids do that right now well, I tell you what, Mike, da- uh, Mike Davitt and I still hold the all-time record as being the only two first graders ever robbed of their candy on Plymouth and Bryant Avenue. We were robbed <laughs> in the alley behind uh, behind one of our houses. Guy jumped out, stole our candy, mm. the whole shooting match. Amazing. Nobody has ever been robbed other than Mike Davitt and me. I think they have been now. Probably now, yeah, yeah that's right. Odd, yeah. Now they probably have been, but that yeah. would that would have been a few years ago that I was in first grade. You get robbed for used tissue in Minneapolis oh, now. So uh, let me wish you a happy early birthday. You've got one popping up here pretty soon. On Saturday, yep, on Saturday's my birthday. Very cool, 50 years old. That's a big milestone, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be 50, same as my IQ. Age and IQ, 50. It's absolutely perfect. There's no question about it. Nah, you know, it's one of those situations. You just you go through life and you go, man, I'm a lucky you guy. St- you still do birthdays? No, I'm not going to do anything for my yeah, birthday. I don't do year. birthdays anymore. Yeah, whatever. We basically did nothing for my birthday. Yeah, I don't just do them anymore. Went over, ate some Chinese food. Yeah, I don't do them anymore. No, I understand. No. Why bother? It's just, <clears throat> I understand just, it's completely. A, it's a selfish thing. It's, you know, it's... Well, there is that. It's, you know. Shut your whore mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's coming up on the 22nd. I'm going to make a celebration of it. You and your, oh, it's a selfish thing. Shut up. Uh, the 22nd. For me, I just, I don't know. I'm done with birthdays. So, yeah. so JFK got killed and then you were born? Is that yeah. how it worked out? Yeah. There was, there was a three-year gap before the reincarnation took place. <laughs> Got the three-year gap. It takes a while for the energy to coalesce. Honest to God, that was 55 years ago. Holy God, I can't believe that. 56. 55. I was a year old when he got killed. Oh, God. Yeah, I think I wasn't born yet. 
<laughs> as he looks around the room, see if anybody bought that one. No, I, I was, uh, I do, had do just you remember turned. Do oh, yeah, you remember I just, him getting killed? Absolutely. I had just turned, I think, 12 years old. Was it What year was it, 63? 63, yeah. I had just turned 12 years old, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Literally like two weeks earlier, turned, turned 12 years old. I'll never forget it because I went to Catholic school. And when we were sent home for lunch, he was still alive. He had been shot, well, but he, he wasn't was, dead yet. He was dead, though. He was dead. They just well, didn't want to tell you that. Yep. <laughs> well, we get back to school, and the, uh, the principal gets on and announced uh, to um, uh, announced to the entire school that JFK had died. And one of the kids in my class cheered in a Catholic school <sighs> after JFK was murdered. How old was this kid? He was 12. He That's got the weird. piss beat out of him like you sure wouldn't believe. Well, it's pretty oh weird that he would God. cheer at 12. Well, I know. Weird, yeah. I was like, God, mom and dad a little vocal about their hatred for JFK, <laughs> were they? Be. I don't Jesus. remember hatred for politics back then. No. Not in either. I don't remember that. Which my mother loved the fact that he, he was Catholic. Well, all so the Catholics was, did, of course. He adored him because yeah, he was all Catholic. Catholics did. I said, Mom, you know he's in the mafia. She goes, I don't care. They don't care. <laughs> I don't care. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. That's some positive in that world. Yeah, that's true. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Darkness Dave with us. Big Shot TV star. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, you know, talking about Kennedy, uh, Tom, there's another good movie that a lot of people missed. It is a clever uh, horror genre comedy, if you will. It's called Bubba Hotep. Oh, yeah, I love that that movie. in Florida like three years ago. I love that movie. It's got Bruce Campbell yep. playing the role of Elvis Presley. And <laughs> yep. The concept is that he paid a, a Elvis Presley impersonator to kind of fill in for him so he could go out, and the impersonator is the one that dropped dead on the toilet. So now he's this, everybody thinks he's a senile old man. Right. And he's put into this home with Ossie Davis, a very popular black actor who is portraying JFK. He's JFK, he yep. That, yeah, after, after the assassination, they stuffed his head with sawdust and, uh, and dyed his skin so that he could remain incognito. And it's the two of them battling this uh, uh, mummy that's kind of uh, stalking this old folks home. And yep. it's just such a dumb, fun movie. Don Coscarelli created it. But that's another really good little flick, that uh, a gem not a lot of people know about. You're absolutely right. It was a very Andy and I loved it three years ago. We watched it, and we, actually, we thought it was very, very good. We no watched it because it. someone, was it uh, Doug? Someone on the show told us to. Maybe Wendy. Wendy's good at recommending movies, too. I don't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. 
I don't know what the deal is, man. You know what I'm talking about. But in any case, we uh, so I got the super I'm going to watch today. So I need I needed like three movies. Yeah, I'll watch that because I like I like him a lot. Yeah, I do too. Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor. He is terrific. There's no doubt about that. So I'll be giving that a whirl. There's no question about that. So oh, I mentioned uh, I mentioned when I pop on last week. There's uh, two other movies: um, The Evil Eye on Amazon Prime right now is a good one, eye. and then The Lie. And Tom, I think you'd like The Lie. Uh, it's one of these Blumhouse movies. Oh, sure, yeah. It's a it's a very stressful um, kind of psychological thriller, and I don't want to give it away, but it's a really it's one of those movies that'll have you yelling at the TV and pulling your hair out by the end because it's so intense and what's going on. So it's just, it's a good little flick. And then The Evil Eye, which is a great uh, concept movie as well with um, uh, kind of the possibilities of reincarnation. And it's got a bigger scope story to tell, but it's a really well-acted, well-defined movie. And, and those two came out a couple weeks back and they've, okay. they've been really doing well on uh, I Amazon. The super, I, I can't the do line. those stressful, high anxiety. Too much? I can't do it. I can't Big do it. Baby. I well, can't. It's a it just stresses burn. me out, man. Sure did all of it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slow burn movie, but when you're a parent, it, basically the lie poses the question, Tom, how far would you go for your child? And to what ends would you protect them? And you should ask Andy that because he knows. Joey <laughs> <laughs> uh, King, the actress, plays his daughter who um, you're not quite sure what exactly happened, but one of her best friends dies. And it's, you know, I don't want to give too much away on it, but then through the whole thing, they're like, do we ruin our daughter's life for one moment of, of an accident? Or what do we do? What do we protect? And, and it kind of takes you through this whole scenario as it unfolds and it's just really uh as a parent you sit there just kind of on the edge of your seat uh, with this moral dilemma but then also you know wondering what the hell is wrong with this girl it's just so twisted but you did call it stressful did it does it stress you out well as a parent it, oh, okay. it does because it yeah. puts you into that moral quandary sure. and it, it you know you also sit there and think you know would my kid be capable of something like this, and how would they react afterwards? Yeah, probably, and, it probably isn't good for me. Even that movie Missing and stuff stressed me out. Like, I can't watch that kind of stuff. It just ruins well, my for, whole day. So then, you know, the new uh, Care Bears movie is out. <laughs> That's perfect. Sure, i got okay, to bring up a movie before Melissa gets back. She ran down the hall. I'm sitting there last night looking for a horror film to watch. There's an actual movie whose actual title is Don't Fuck in the Woods. <laughs> and it's F asterisk CK. Yeah. That's the I actual actually, title uh, of the movie. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I actually met one of the actresses in that. She's a fan of the paranormal. Was she a big so, the one with the big old giants? Is it her? I uh, I can neither confirm nor deny because my wife is And I don't watch it for that, Tom. I understand. But uh, there's a line in it that i got to say before Melissa gets back because I couldn't make eye contact with her. So at the very beginning of Don't Fuck in the Woods, Don't F asterisk CK in the Woods, there's a man and a woman, and they're going to have sex, and the man is behind her, and she is basically, it's you know, the dog-style deal. And as he's about to engage in sex with her, he says to her, you want to do the A-hole or the B-hole? <laughs> what? That's all I could watch. I mean, okay, it's enough of this movie. I don't like Where the name. Where are you watching this, this kind of stuff it's, at? Uh, it's on Vudu. It's a movie channel. 
Yeah, but I, it's just amazing. Man. But there's a two, there are two TV shows called "Fuck That's Delicious." Mm-hmm. Again, F asterisk C K. I know. So your little kid sees that, and you go, "What do you say to the little kid? What does that What does that say, Dad?" I don't. I don't understand where this world's going. I don't either. Our children aren't going to learn how to read. <laughs> they can learn how to till the fields. <laughs> till the fields, it's you can't learn how to that read. Way. I like it. You know, I, I was thinking about this yesterday because the shelf life now of anybody in entertainment, whether it's musicians, very low actors, it's nothing now. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you make your money and you're done. Yeah, you get out. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a two-year deal now. Basically, true. it really is. It's they they, they ruin the whole thing, and there won't there won't be any more greats like we had. The, yeah, like the legends, they won't exist no, anymore. You're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. It's kind of sad, actually. There'll be no more William Defoe's. Unless, of course, you watch the Travel Channel on Thursday nights. There's a great <laughs> show called Yes, Poltergeist. that's a whole different yeah, deal. It's a whole different deal that, there. I hear that show's going to be around forever. No, what's this? It's Holes or something? What is it? The Holes or Files? Yeah. Or Files. Yeah, every Thursday where we examine the legendary case files of the supernatural investigator Hans Holzer and Dave Schrader from Darkness Radio right here in the Twin Cities is on that show. That's what I heard. I heard he's not that great, but... The show's pretty good. No. <laughs> but he's so willing to come on your show, so that's a good thing, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, exa- that's exactly it right there. I, uh, I don't know. I just think it's... I think it's terrific, your show, because your show did very well the first year. And with the COVID thing, you're still churning along, which is pretty damn impressive, man. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, we were the first paranormal show back out in the market filming again. And uh, we our company put together really good tight protocols to make sure we were safe. And we went out. And, you know, what was interesting is we get to investigate some locations that, you know, famous haunted museums and and the queen mary and places that are always filled with lifeblood and they were closed for three or four months yeah right. and the spirits they wanted to be heard and uh we visit the merchant's house museum in new york on uh, tomorrow's show on thursday and have some really phenomenal contact with this with the spirits and they do something i'd never seen done before uh you know you watch a lot of these shows, and maybe you, you're lucky enough to kind of catch a door shutting in the background, but you're, you're always left wondering, what the hell? We caught so many weird things in great view of our cameras that this episode stands out. It's going to be a good season, Tom, honestly. I, I, we caught some of what I think is the best paranormal activity ever presented on TV, period. I think it's going to be... Well, first of all, you got to make me a promise, though. If you ever get to an episode where anybody's possessed by the devil... I get to do the devil voice. <laughs> I won't even charge you. I just want to do the devil voice. Lick me. That'll be great. Some little kid saying that. Hey, Dave, did you see anything about, I, I just caught a glimpse of it, that something that was spotted in the air this week? What? Uh, yeah. There's been that in a couple of states. Look, really? i got to tell you, 2020's been weird, right? I mean, the government came out and admitted this year that the footage of UFOs that came out in 2017 is legit from yeah. the Nimitz, yeah, and that they did. Really? are unidentified crap. They've also they've also admitted that they didn't really close their UFO casebooks, and that there is an active investigation oh. on UFOs. And there is there's all of this subtle um, information coming. I've been talking to a mutual friend of ours that I respect and like a lot, uh, Tom, and and he is even starting to come around to this 
and he's a very you know kind of skeptical guy, but he's coming around to this concept. There's something going on, and then you have like in one week you have Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Khloe Kardashian all admitting to have having seen UFOs. Yeah, well. And you and I we kind of roll our eyes and laugh, <laughs> but they're still huge major influencers for a younger generation. Oh God, yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, and you've got all of these Tom DeLonge uh, with a tip coming out and talking about this and and uh, I, it just seems like they're they're spoon feeding us disclosure and that there is some weird stuff going on that we just cannot deny and soon if, if you believe some of the experts very soon there's going to be some undeniable uh, information which I already feel is out there when the government comes out and says yeah that footage is real and we can't explain it that that to me is pretty big disclosure. Then you got the guy with a jetpack flying around LAX. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus. And then there's that. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm looking for something to do. It's time to wrap it up, but it's, it's, I'm looking for something to do tomorrow night. Uh, I kind of like, you know, scary stuff, paranormal Yeah, I, I'll give stuff. you something perfect. Uh, Go to Fifth and Hennepin, stand on the light rail station. <laughs> I'll be horrified. You'll, you'll have the most scariest night you've ever had. I bet you that's Go true. Go to the pizza place, you'll get a piece of pizza, stand there on the light rail station at Fifth and Hennepin. Yeah. Like as long as the movie goes. Should I just then point and go? You you people should be on the travel channel. <laughs> You'll have a horrifying, the most oh, horrifying, horrifying experience you've ever had. Dave, give me the numbers again, Pally. Tomorrow night, uh, travel channel. Tomorrow night, it is 9 p.m. Central here in Minnesota, 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Brand new episode of The Holzer Files, uh, and this is a great story. Very weird story of um, this family kind of uh, sealed in lies. And uh, we kind of uncover the truth. And this house is amazing that we investigate because it literally is a time capsule that was closed. All the pieces were saved, really? and, and it's been reopened as this museum, and it's crazy active. I love it. you got to come back more often, man. I, well, you weren't on for a long time, so we've got to get you on more often. Yeah, I'd love to. Just let me know when, and uh, let's let's hit Portillo's for dinner here soon. Well, you know the producer, so I don't have any influence over her, so you'll have to set it up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay, stay safe, everybody. Thanks for having you me. Too, Thanks you, very much. Talk Bye -bye. tomorrow with the family.